Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. This is Nicole, and this is a special podcast episode brought to you directly out of the Hair of the Dog Academy. Inside the Academy, our members have the opportunity to schedule laser coaching calls. And not only are these calls beneficial for them, but they get shared inside the community so that all of our other members can benefit from them. What we've done is we've taken the very best of our laser coaching calls, the ones that I know you guys have questions for as well, and we are bringing them to you here as some bonus episodes on the Hair of the Dog podcast. Now, I'm not promising them every week, but periodically we'll be releasing new laser coaching calls out here on the podcast on Thursdays. So keep checking. Checking your podcast player and get ready for 15 to 20 minutes of quick laser coaching to get some quick wins, get some questions answered, and helping our members and you move forward in your business. If you want to learn more about how you can become a Hair of the Dog Academy member too, simply go to hairofthedogacademy.com slash academy and check it out. We'd love to have you inside our pack. Now stay tuned for the laser coaching. And when I say laser coaching, is it just me or do you picture little cats with laser beams too? (laughs) That would make this even more fun, but I digress. No cats with laser beams, but some incredible business knowledge about to happen. Enjoy. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you're a pet photographer ready to make more money and start living a life by your design, you've come to the right place. And now your host, pet photographer, travel addict, chocolate martini connoisseur, Nicole Begley. Hey, everybody. Nicole here from Hair of the Dog, and I'm here with Ina, and we are here for laser coaching. Hello. (laughs) Excellent. So yeah, so tell me how I can help you today. I'd love to um, get some advice on, I guess, trying to get some my my mailing list and getting content for, I guess, the mailing list and as well as, a blo- as my blog. Gotcha. I'm great at posting to that because I, I guess I struggle coming up with content. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. So first, when we come up with things like that, I always find it best to ask myself, what's the intention of each? Mm-hmm. So the intention, imagine some's kind of overlapping, but they might be a little bit different. So What's your intention for your blog? I guess to um, show people my work and also um, let them know of things that's that's going on or my favorite, my favorite, I guess, locations and things like that. Are there things that people need to overcome before they inquire? Like, do they have potential objections? What are things that clients might need to know before they inquire? It's often good stuff to put on the blog. Okay. Potential objections. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so things like your dog can be on leash, your dog's not, yeah. you know, too crazy. Those are definitely the two biggest objections, I think. Some of the other things you can do for your blog too are to use your blog kind of as like a fun little SEO thing. So, and all this stuff we're going to we can kind of recycle into newsletter content. So, let's focus on blog first, then we'll talk about how we make that into newsletter content. So, anything they need to prepare for the session, starting from Well, let's go back this way. Look at the client journey from 
total cold audience that's never heard of you before, what would they want to find on your blog? Maybe things like, Hey, the best hikes in my area or the best breweries or whatever your target market might be into. Think yeah. of things they might be Googling in their part of town um, or in your town. Like, you know, where can I take my dog to this best dog health food stores, you know, things like that. So that you can create blog posts around those. And it's basically just a service you're giving to the community of highlighting these different things, but people might find you through Google search. And um, you can even do some like Google search keywords. You have to Google how to search Google search keywords. <laughs> um, just see because, yeah, yeah. Um, Cause I, I haven't done it in a while and I think they might've changed it a little bit since, but you can kind of see what people are searching in your area. So then you can kind of build a blog post based on the things people are already searching. So then they come to your website on that blog post of like, Oh, the best hikes for my dog, you know, in my area. And then they kind of read that and they're like, Oh, pet photographer. Like they, it just builds the, it gets more traffic to your site, which Google likes. So it bumps you up for a ranking. And it also gives people like more awareness marketing for that you're there and this is what you do. It's also a great way if you wanted to build partner marketing, um, if you wanted to get in touch with other businesses to say, Hey, I'd love to highlight you on my blog. So you highlight, uh, you know, the so-and-so vet clinic, um, you know, or, but then I would have the, you know, as like the league best vet clinic in whatever suburb. So then, cause people will be searching that maybe that'll come to that and that's traffic for the vet clinic. They're super excited about it. You can offer to take a couple of photos for the blog post and give it to them for marketing. So you, you're building all this stuff there. And then, so that's the cold audience and you're getting all this SEO from people searching for these things. And then next is this cold audience that knows about you, but they're like, Oh, what do I need to know before I even consider booking this session, which would be, my dog's allowed to be unleashed. That's cool. My dog is not too crazy that they actually can get photographs of my dog. What the heck do people even buy for a pet photography session? Maybe you can talk about like, you know, why you don't love digital files or like, you know, something that's why digital files are not bad. You need another adjective, but something that's kind of like, oh, that would kind of pique interest if people saw that, you know, so you can start figuring out what it is that people need to know before they book. And then... You can also make a little list of what people need to know when they've just booked or they're about to inquire or they're planning their session. So how to choose the best location. And there you can talk about, Hey, if your dog's nervous, don't worry. We have these types of locations. Do you want urban? Do you want this? Do you want this or that? Like here's these different locations and you can kind of highlight those. And those can become really good resources for when you book clients and you're talking about location scouting or like picking a location and you can send them an email like, Hey, take over this blog post. It shows some of our different locations or some things to think about it. We'll chat about locations on our call. So things like that, you know, maybe there's one on choosing what size artwork to put on your wall and you can show some different sizes, all, all sorts of, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. You can highlight signature products. So, you know, our blog can be so much more than just, Hey, look at this great session I just did, which is, you know, what a lot of people end up using it for, but you can have it work for you so much more. So then once you have all that, then you can start thinking about how do I re optimize this content? Basically all that stuff can go out in newsletters. You can take 
some of the getting ready to inquire and build like a welcome sequence. When someone inquires, they get a couple fought like, you know, a whole little email series of like five emails over the course of like, you know, 10 days where you're like letting them know, Hey, it's okay. Your dog's crazy. Oh, here's some of the people, things people love. Oh, here's how you choose your wall art size. Here's our locations. Like you can take that content and build welcome sequences, send it to one offs to your newsletter. You can take little snippets and put it on social media. You can direct it back to your blog. So once you create the content the first time, you have all this content to like put everywhere for everyone. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. So yeah. So sitting down and brainstorming all that will, um, Right. It's the best place so to start putting them together. That's probably one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then don't be afraid to, I know I do this. Like when I have to write something, I like expect it to be perfect the first time, like give yourself permission for it to be just real crap when you've put it out the first time and you just like yeah. did it. Then you're like, I know this is terrible English. And, um, you know, I even put on there like something like, you know, when I said, I forget what I said, but I was like, I'll put in, this is bad. Uh, change adjective to something better. <laughs> like, like I can go back later and look up at the source and stuff. Like just let it flow, put it out there, just make it messy and ugly. And then you can be like, Oh wait, this chunk needs to be up here. All right, let's make this sound a little bit better. That becomes much easier. I mean, you could even, if you wanted to outsource it, put the main ideas, make it super messy, give it the outline and you can find probably a copywriter to help you put okay. that stuff together. I mean, you'd have to definitely come up with the main ideas of it. But if that's an area that you really hate or struggle with, then I'll give it a go first and then see how it yeah. goes. Nice, nice. Do you have another one quick question? Yeah, sure. You know the calendar contest I just ran? Yeah. Recently. Just wondering whether I, I feel like my normal parking guide, whether I should offer other products. I, I would, if it was me, because they aren't necessarily as qualified as our normal clients. Yeah. Um, so. I would maybe create a special calendar collection that's only available for these sessions, only for them. And you make it something that has like super low cost of goods sold, you know, like for that, I probably would add in some digitals because they have a high value and low cost to you. You know, like we have, I don't have it in here. It's uh, it's from simply color. It's a lab in the States, but it's just like 10 fine art mounted prints, um, yeah. five by seven on a little wood block super cute. It only costs like 40 bucks. So it's really inexpensive and has huge value. I sell it for five ninety nine. So oh, okay. you can do like, if it was me, I would make a package of just that, like a five ninety nine package that includes that little album block. And then, you know, it can with the digital files or something, cause I've already edited in them for the album block. So, um, you know, or you can have it if they want to add on the digital files, it's $200 extra or something like a small upcharge. So, you know, that way you kind of have like a minimum, a good minimum that you're going to make from it. Like the trade-off is, although I don't even know that it's that much of a trade-off cause I would still, the people that are going to buy wall art, I think still would. But this kind of, I think, helps pull up some of the people that would see our normal pricing and be like, oh my God, it gives yeah. them like a, a good little starter package that's a little bit more reasonable price point, but still could be really profitable for you. Okay, so, cool. Right. Yeah. So just like build this, just a separate, I guess, pricing for them. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then still, still some, you know, you can purchase this or anything from our main menu. And this is what most clients of my sessions love to do, but you okay. know, 
So also then the main pricing guide that I have as well. Yes. Yeah. So I would still, for those sessions, I would still educate them and talk to them as if they're a normal client and talk about the wall art and all the normal things you sell. But as yep. an aside, I would be like, and just for you guys, I have this special collection that's only for these sessions. Okay, cool. So that way, the people that are going to do wall art, you're still talking to them of the value of that. You're still leading them that way. They're still usually going to choose that. But the okay. people that maybe were like, oh, maybe I just want a print or two might see this and be like, oh, that's a good option. Okay, oh. Cool. Awesome. That's good enough. Yeah. yeah I'm starting to shoot um, the sessions next weekend. So. Nice. Really excited about that. Good, good, good. Yeah. Well, good luck with them. Keep us posted. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you want to check out the show notes for access to any of the links that we shared in this episode, as well as any additional resources, simply go to www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash seven zero. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hair of the Dog podcast. If you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to leave a review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. One last thing. If you are ready to dive into more resources, head over to our website at www.hairofthedogacademy.com. Thanks for being a part of this pet photography community.